What's going on, guys? And welcome to motherfucking Monday at Totally Blitz. And we have to kick back. Do us a favor, go down and like this video and do yourself a favor and subscribe to the channel. These are your hosts to talk all this shit today. I'm Paul Pickleway and Concha, and I'm joined with. Hey, man, you already know it's that boy, little KK, aka the Don PYE, Mr. With the new spirit detective in this motherfucker. And we talking shit because the NFL 100 players list just dropped, and I'm upset. But hey, man, who else in this motherfucker? Hey, man, it's your boy Slick, and I'm trying to see this list too, goddamn. So let's get right to it. How many of y'all niggas made it? How many of y'all peoples made it? You feel me? The first 50 that came out, how many niggas, how, how much is your team representing? You know, I got my one, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, it's just a goat kicker, you know what I'm saying? Just it's, just, it's just the one and only Justin Tucker, you know? He's my only one right now. <laughs> I know we lower it, so we'll come back later for that. I'm going to keep it a buck, right? I feel like it's fair to put a kicker in the top 100 because kicking is hard. And they score the most points, technically. Yeah. But. Yes. You gonna have to persuade me. Why the hell is Justin Tucker at the top one? Because you put him on the other side of the fifty, and y'all are scoring points. It doesn't matter if y'all score. Y'all are scoring points. Period. That man is ninety. Like huh? from from like fifty to fifty nine, like that area alone, like yards out, he's like thirteen for fifteen, and like yeah. just that alone, like that's nuts, bro. Like. Just the not including the sixties and all the other shit is more accurate. So I respect it as as a as a person with a team with a great kicker. I understand. I understand how other teams could get, could could all. I understand how kicking how 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 important kicking is. You feel me? Especially yeah. especially when your when your um, offense is a running offense, so they might get stuck stuck sometimes. Man, the fact that he's so much better than the second best kicker in the league. Like you take the best quarterback. Yeah. You can argue who's the second best. Like it'll be right there. Who's second best? Yeah, I'm about to say best the running man. back. The second best is right there. You take the but any position. Who's the best? The number two is typically right, right there. But when it comes to Tucker, he's doesn't. He's one. Like there's no like. Oh well, we can kind of argue this guy. No, it's like it's Tucker. Like there's no other yeah. position where I feel like you can legitimately to say there's a one and that's it. Like they're, they're, yeah, sir. Hey, I love that shit because motherfucker, when they be going to overtime, they be throwing his ass out as captain. They just be sitting there looking so cool. Like, oh yeah. Don't let don't let don't let me get this motherfucker. Don't let me get this motherfucker. <laughs> how, much, how much money he does get paid, Charles? Was it like twenty or twenty four milli? He was bro, he got a twenty four mil extension. Yeah, he deserve every dollar. Top one hundred for that that's another no kicker I think is getting that type of dough right now. No, he opened the door for it. He's the most paid kicker there ever. Oh, that shit crazy. That boy Imani's on the um, on the commentaries and shit. I just seen that nigga talking about Kirk Cousins. Imani better get into more stuff because oh, people he started realizing how nice Jit is. They starting to realize Jit really is a nice corner. And now that Jeff Okla, like the the number one corner on the team, is back. Oh so, yeah, cool, yeah, like them two back. They got a yeah. They got. A, I I want to see them play for real. They wait because is it the Lions for Hard Knocks this year or is it the Colts? Yeah, that's the Lions. Lions. Oh yeah, then I'm watching. I'm watching my boy. Yeah, I'm I'm watching that. That's I need to watch that. I need to watch how he get in the lab now. I need to see it. Yeah, but motherfucking. So that now going. Kirk Cousins, the first quarterback off the list at 99. I agree with. I I probably would have kept the nigga at 101, but that's just me. I don't like me. But how do y'all feel about your cousin Kirk? 
I think he should have been up higher, just especially yeah. when I seen uh, Mac yeah, really Jones really at 85. I was like, Yeah, that's disrespectful, bro. Yeah, I, I would have left him off the list too. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I, like that. That was the big, like, I, I don't mind a 99 spot if it was like the next quarterback was, I think, Derek Carr's after Mac Jones at like 80 or some shit. Like, he's yeah, not, I like Derek. Yeah, I would like, okay, yeah, that's a, a legitimate. He's not at Derek Carr's level, but for them to sneak Mac Jones in there, like, he was. That would really over cousins. I was like, get the fuck out of here, bro. They want that man to be baby Brody so bad. So bad. So but Kirk Cousins has a different coach this year with the Mike Zimmer shit. So like I'll I I'm gonna give him a pass. I just think Justin Jefferson is his bread and butter. Like I don't think if Justin Jefferson I, yeah, I don't think, uh, I Adam Thielen and him. I think Thielen was hurt last year, but before was. it was like Justin Jefferson gets 120 yards, no touchdowns. Adam Thielen gets like 70 yards, two touchdowns. Like that was how every yeah. game went. No, nah, yeah, I'm talking about is. like like how Adam, how um Justin Jefferson was kind of so like versatile one on one. You couldn't play him one on one for nothing. So like, no, if, no, you, if you if you tried to cover Thielen because you know Thielen was about to score, motherfucker, you fucking got killed for a fucking 60 yarder, quick, quick. So like I will I want to see what they do with their new coach and shit. I just my, the defense to get better, really. Mm-hmm. Oh, he made it to the Pro Bowl. Ugh, they let anybody in that motherfucker, don't they? But um, yeah. So who? What? What? What people have surprised you so far? On making fullback. She said a fullback. Yeah, I the. Kyle Juszczyk. I know he's a dog. He's probably the he's the best fullback in the league. So I guess you can say the same thing as Justin Tucker. Like when you're the best at your position, you should probably make it. But he you get yeah. maybe once a game. And a, yeah, I, you know, I feel like he gets carries though, because that team does. They do have games where a nigga only throws. That's they got Debo though. Yeah, they, they, oh. Debo gets ten carries. Elijah Mitchell, the Morstead, mm-hmm. like everyone yeah. was getting like. Four or five carries a game, so like I'm not surprised that Juice gets subs. But I don't know. I just I didn't agree with him banking the hunt. I feel like that was a spot you could have threw someone else who was like you definitely could on their year. I respect it, Dave Montgomery. I didn't know it was the Bears plays on, on the um on the top 100 unless they played defense. Right, Dave Montgomery dog over five yards per carry with that trash as old line. Like if he was on, yeah, it's crazy. He's really nice. Yeah, he reminds you like Miles Sanders with the Eagles. Like he's just on a teamwork. Yeah, booby. Do nothing until like they start getting better around you. That shit, you know how bad this shit is. Is like whenever that man gets the ball, like at home, like they cheer, like telling basically telling the coaching staff to give that man the ball more. That's so sick. They're chanting, run. They bully the coach into running the ball. Like that's yeah. Like get at this to booby, bro. Every time he get the ball, something good happens. I'm really waiting. I'm really wanting to see where they're gonna put my dog Jonathan Taylor at. I believe he deserves to be top four. No, I know. At, at least he's gonna be in the. He's gonna be. He deserves to be like top ten. I'd say at least. I think, nine I think 10. top eight. I think top eight because he's trying. Actually, to actually uh, I'd say Cooper Cup really deserves to be there. No, I think Cooper uh, Cup deserves to be number two. Marshawn Lattimore, I think, is just a little low for. I thought he was a, a really good corner. I know y'all probably won't agree, right. but. No, he's good. At 89, y'all saying James Conner was a better player last year than Maris- that, that's a little- which is Which is what, like, what makes this this 100 list legitimate. You know what I'm saying? Like, like do y'all, do they do a survey with every player and they just, like, check off who they think was the best from, like, top to least? Like, 
whoever turns that bitch back in. I feel like a lot of people don't turn that shit back in. Yeah, there's a hundred people. Saying. That's a lot of people to name. There's right? a lot of people to catch up, like, and did they tally up the votes of how many players got a certain amount of votes and, like, what are, like, what are the questions they ask and, like, Oh, this who do you think was the best player at blah 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 this position? I think he did really well. Like, how does that how it works? Like, Marshawn Lattimore and Denzel Ward, eighty seven and eighty nine, and I think they're going to be one two of the lowest rated corners that make the one hundred list. Even though I don't think Kenny Moore had a better seat. Like, he did good for the Colts. No one right. expected him to do that. But you're telling me you rather have Kenny Moore than Marshawn Lattimore, Denzel Ward? You're out of your mind. Like, yeah, those those two are locked down. I'm taking AJ Terrell and Denzel Ward all day. I'm just not paying that nigga. See, I want to see if AJ Terrell makes the list because I think Terrell had a season two make the list, but Terrell I, should be pretty low in my opinion. But if they're putting Lattimore in them, fucking like they right here, like I don't know if they're really gonna give Terrell his props for um may, what he did last year. Like recency bias. He really gotta do it again. That's all. I, that's all I'm hearing. He really gotta do it again. Niggas, niggas, niggas don't want to give you your flowers till you go. It's Gucci. No, no. So you got your Bucks player Antoine Winfield at seventy five. Oh, I don't know if he's better than Justin Simmons. No, I don't think so. I'm looking at the other safety who's ranked lower than him. I think I'd take Justin Simmons. I agree. I like Buddy though. He's nice. But I'd definitely take Justin. Yeah, mate. I mean, what's it called? My dogs made it. Let's talk about our teams real quick. Motherfucking. I don't know, Justin. Cordero Patterson. I'm just saying, man, we top 100 out here. What number did he make it in as? I didn't see him. 70. Cordero was like in the 80s, I think. 73. Ah. Flex on him. Honestly, I see it now. I see it now. He, he he was there. He originally was 75, but then they remember he played two snaps of safety. So it was like, yeah, let's bump him up too much. <laughs> That's crazy. So we got at what is it? I want to say at sixty-three, Jalen Waddle, the Penguin. That boy, I can't wait for this season, bro. Him, like he did all that as the number one option. Now that he has Tyler Kill taking all that pressure, I shit, the sky's the limit. Nah, I'm worried yeah. about, it. but nah. And then what about Xavier Howard? What number did he get? He came in at 56, which I agree. He was like 20 last year or whatever. And this year, like, I'm not going to say he had a bad year, but he didn't have that same lockdown uh, like thing. that he, like His his numbers weren't as good. So I, I understand and I agree with him falling down about 20, 30 spots. So, so if Xavier Howard came in at 56, who came in at 57? Kyler Murray, little five-foot-ten action figure. You trying to tell me that 56 motherfuckers better than Kyler Murray in the league? Like, nigga, what? What? Uh, don't get me wrong. Right? I, I'm, I I'm need to know the rest of the I'm not a Cardinals man. advocate. I just think Cliff, Cliff Kingberry dresses well. That's it. That's the only thing I can tell you. I, like, I fuck with D-Hop, and I think Cliff Kingsbury dresses well. That's the only thing that I man, can tell That man got to be stylish with a name like that. But what the absolute fuck? Y'all put some respect on this young nigga, man. I understand they got hurt. But they started off the season so strong, like they usually do, and then they just kind of drifted off and they got figured out a little bit, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But at the end of the day, like, bruh, you got to put some respect on young, my young dog right there. I think there are a lot of dogs in the league, but I think he should have been at least top 40. Man, his own team, like we said, we did not vote for him. I, like, his own team. I know it. But, like, I'm not too shocked on this ranking. And honestly, I think he would have been ranked higher if it would have been, like, halfway through the season. 
But then that the, with D Hop injury and the numbers and the losses, yeah, that, that makes him look a little worse. Yeah, because then it starts looking like, oh, well, if you don't have D Hop down there, I'm not saying this is what I say. I'm saying this is what people, potential voters, probably were saying. It was like, well, when D Hop wasn't there, the, there was losses and his numbers weren't the same. So then, uh, that I can I can see in the uh, middle of the pack. I mean, Alvin Kamara made fifty one, so like I don't like I don't even know. Yeah, but it's obviously not supposed to be that damn low. Hey, but hey, man, but that's cool, man. I'm really looking forward to the NFL season. It's gonna be a good one. It's not gonna be as good as last season, but it's gonna be good. And then the Bills, the Bills know. are gonna the Bills are gonna step over everybody. And like I said, it you heard me, but. Oh, was with that. He brought heat. That was Wait like with the Packers. I was telling him all year the Packers are known to choke in the playoffs. Wait for my Ravens. I'm telling one of these, one of these, I'm telling you, I'm gonna pick a team on day one. And one it's gonna be the Bills, obviously. But I'm gonna pick a team on day one, and we just gonna ride into the sunset. I'm gonna just be looking at niggas like ah, one of 32, and I got the one. Oh shit. Well, I, the Ravens, I have high hopes for. I still think that the, them being, I think y'all was like the third pick on the favorite to win your division. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's a little disrespectful. That was high key disrespectful. I'm like, Deshaun Watson probably won't even play. And y'all have the Browns having a higher odds right now. Like, I don't know how that happened. That's really absurd. Like, no, even with the Bengals, because the Bengals was doing us because we had, you know, 48 injuries at one point. So uh, now that those injuries are gone, like, we. Huh? Yeah, we broke the record for injuries in the season. Uh, now that we have, uh, you know, uh, Heisman running back back, you know, as well as, uh, you know, Gus the Bus is our backup. And, and, and granted, we did lose a wide out in Hollywood, which I don't think is too much of a loss because I, I, I like that they're getting ready to, to, to push up Bateman. I'm telling you, you're a problem. Bateman, my low key uh, draft stash. Yeah, bro. He, he's, he's, he's a little problem, bro. But yeah, our defense is really what they uh, they soup up. So just just wait on it. That's all I'm gonna say. Just wait on it. No, nah, I can't wait either, bro. This this is gonna be a oh, fun bro. season right here. Bro ain't throwing five hundred again against her. What the fuck? <laughs> no more. Just no more. Hell, that shit ain't happening again. Let's speak on something that's really than the TV screen. Talk to him. Dragon Ball Super Movie comes out Friday. It looks like a video game. Did you see the trailer? Yeah, it's a Gohan and Piccolo movie. It looks like a two out of ten, but I will be I will I will watch that bitch twice. I heard that bit was eight out of both stars. And I will watch that and I will give them both the ratings and both the stars (laughs) because like fuck it. Somebody got I need that bit in English. But there's no way I'm not watching this movie in theaters, dog. Like, I can't say no to a Dragon Ball Z movie in theaters, even though this shit is going to look like motherfucking Budokai Tenkaichi. See, I think you're a better man than me, bro. Like, I would like, on like a $5 yeah. Tuesday early in the morning, I'll slide. But then, like, $17 a ticket to watch bro, someone play the PlayStation 2. I'm bringing somebody with me. We buying popcorn, and I'm getting drinks at that motherfucker, and we sitting down and we watching every second of it. Man, I, I you better you're gonna be talking about it on the Monday episode. So I woke up at the ending, right? And right. <laughs> that's, 
And they got to talk about history. And I got to you know Piccolo had a saying hair. I don't know what was going on. What's going on? They said it's canon, though. No, I believe it. That's what they low key the anime's been doing now with their movies. Like it used to be like movies was like Bullshit. a side movies fun thing, nah, but now it was like, like if you don't watch the movie, you're not gonna be caught up for with the show. <laughs> like yeah, shit. yeah, it's a double edged sword because that's what we want them to do is keep up with it. But like, damn, I gotta go pay. I gotta go watch it. I'm not gonna lie, I like the anime movies when it's just a, like the Naruto movies, like when the niggas went to the winter and shit like that, or when Lee was fucking the niggas up in the desert. I like shit like that. Some shit that just don't make sense. Some shit that you not wanted to see. I want the movies to be just like that. I want it to be because I fuck with the characters so heavy. I want to see a side quest. That's how I see it. Like, all right, there's a side That's quest. Real. Real. And it, we're gonna go on this. Just like in games, you have a nice fun side quest. But when it comes to the canon and stuff, it's they're gonna end up being like Marvel, bro. Cause like Marvel dug themselves a hole where now it's like you gotta watch this show, these four movies, this show mm-hmm. just to be able to know what you're watching when you walk into this movie. And some people, myself included, have just given up. Like, I ain't watching all your shows. I ain't watching every movie that comes. Nah, you're not like, wrong. Be, I'd so rather many, be man. confused than to put it's every so hour. So many shows. Nah, I, I look at the anime movies that, like, I love I love them. It depends on the show, though. Because, like, Dragon Ball Z, I always like the concept. I like the new villains. It's the exact same movie with different characters. Every time. Every time. But movies like the Bleach movies or the Inuyasha movies or even the Cowboy Bebop movie, like, those shit used to hit. Or, like, the real, real anime movies like Spirit Away. Studio Ghibli movies, those are banger. I just, me, Jasmine, I've been watching them, like, rewatching them now with Jasmine. I never watched, like, the whole thing. It was always on some, like, cutting through Cartoon Network type shit. But now I feel like I got to watch it with a shorty, you feel me? But, like, bitches don't be watching anime for real. HBO Max got them all, which was they have them all in like one collection too, which is five. And uh, best way to put them on, like you like Disney movies, like yeah, I'm like all right, but this is like when I was a jit, this was the Disney movie for me. And then like throw it on because it literally because like the um the newer ones coming now, he's partnered with Disney because like the kid like yeah. it's PG movies, so like it's perfect for kids. Like that's what it's meant for in Japan. It's like this is the movies for like the younger generation to grow into, so they watch it when they get older. And I was like, oh, like when I sold it to Jasmine like that, she was like, she was like, oh okay. And then she watched it. She was like, she loved it. Like she's been fucking with it since. Paul, I'm not gonna lie to you. If I would love, I I I be wanting to, I be wanting to watch it, but like she's at the house, she kind of we don't got time to watch the whole movie. We gotta get, we gotta get busy. Feel me? I got shit to do after this. <laughs> That's my excuse. It'd be five in the morning. I'd be like, yo, I got shit. I got a podcast in the morning. We gotta get busy. Right now. All the movies are long as shit, too. All of them are like two hours. None of them are like an hour and a half. I might, I might you know, sit down and watch Akira tonight just because. But motherfucker, just just for funsies. Oh, see, Akira's not studio giveaway. That one's rated R. That one is that one. Buckle up. Yeah, I like shit that got <laughs> in Buckle up. The, what's the one with the giant? My Iron Robot or My Giant? Iron Robot. Robot. Iron Robot. That's not anime though. I don't. Disney made that whole. I think. Oh, that's yeah, not. That's not anime. What's the one? What's the anime one? They got like a there's like a not big O, but it's like a giant motherfucking monster ass nigga. Uh, Gundam. I was saying there was a whole bunch of them hoes. I, I, I gotta look into that because I might be wrong. I used to see it on Cartoon Network though. 
I know Big O, but I don't know if they had a movie. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I, that's one anime I'll never go back and even attempt to rewatch because I just remember it and just every episode, Big O, and they're gonna be all like, I would never want to go back <laughs> and watch how how simple that concept was. Every time I took that show on, I swear it was quiet. Like it looked like Samurai Jack, but with like a like a different concept. I didn't fuck with it. That's your man's. Oh, that's the J Tug. Yes, sir. Oh, this is the 60s. Oh, this show is dangerous. Hold on. Hold on. Big Man was looking at him like he wasn't going to do it. I was at work. Hey, going crazy. I, hey, I remember Paul Thug was on the phone when he was doing this. And we was like, this was the, is this the 60, this the, the 66 yeah, yard? That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> on that I was, the snap before the Ravens were like a whole two seconds. Like they did, they did. They're supposed to call hike at zero, and the clock hit zero, and the ref didn't let the chick keep going for like two seconds because Pat McAfee was like breaking it down, and it was like, look, clock hit zero, and then like the one Mississippi, two Mississippi, and then like then they finally hiked the ball to get that little out of bounds to set up for the sixty-six yarder, and mm-hmm. they're just like. If the refs were the refs, they would have fucking called a foul start. Like, you know how history would have been changed for one fell swoop. It's like, Damn. like that 66 yeah. yard. The Lions would have been the like, laughing stock of the season. It would have been, been like, Lions get first season. win, all that stuff. On the Ravens, on the Ravens. Because no matter what we said, well, we didn't lose the Lions. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> that would have probably, because y'all were still like, like scrapping wins together that time. That Bro, we were scrapping dubs with nobody. It wasn't until Lamar got hurt that they just gave up. They were like, yeah, let's just tank. I'm about to say, like, we already been going this far. We know we're not going to make it through the playoffs. Let's just uh, the the moment they started losing was Thursday night football when they came down to Miami. And we beat yes. And then yes, that was when I realized like first in the y'all were first in the AFC. I remember the stat came out. Like, y'all had beaten the Chiefs, like, two weeks prior. Y'all were first in the AFC. Everything was stolen. <laughs> everything was stolen win. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was that Miami mojo, the boy, because the that's yeah, when they started. That boy Lamar came back down home in Miami. That was the week after they head. lost to the Falcons because we had just watched the niggas in all. Yeah, day. and we went from one and seven to just turned it up after that. Motherfuckers went to seven and seven. What the I, hell? Well, I had some fun shit. This happened early in the week last week, so y'all probably already kind of forgot about it because this shit started coming out Monday night, Monday afternoon after the episode. And I was like, "Oh fuck!" I mean, I gotta save this uh, shit for this uh, upcoming week, right? So this is an NBA special. So kind of still on page with sports we're talking today. Two things. One, I'm gonna talk the first one because I think it's funny as fuck. Game. Three happened, and the Celtics beat the Nets, right? Celtics up 3-0 in the playoffs. They asked Ben Simmons in the group chat, hey, are you going to be there for game four? And he just left the group chat. Didn't respond, just up and left the group chat. That That shit, that, how do y'all, like, this is like, let's talk about that. I thought that shit was funny as fuck. (laughs) Like, this, up and left. Took vacation with him. I've never done that before. Like, I've never even seen. God damn, that's fucked up. Like, to the niggas, he has to I see. Think, I think that's when KD, I think that's when KD realized, yeah, I'm going for, I'm going to request a trade. Right, when he was, and then KD, uh, apparently KD's good friends with some European basketball player since, like, the Euro guy played it at college with him or some shit. And mm-hmm. they had a bet, like, okay, if, uh, 
because their playoffs happened to be about the same time. So it was like, whoever loses first has to go watch the other in the playoffs. And KD was like, man, I'm on the fucking net. So I ain't going to go see you watch the playoffs. And then playoffs happened. They were down 2-0. And he said, homeboy uh, got a call from KD. And was just like, yeah, I'll probably be seeing you in a couple of days. Or so. <laughs> KD said that, like, the whole shift that like, he just knew after, after game two, like, yeah, we're cooked. Like, we're done. That's sick. I want to talk about it for a second. The implosion of the Nets. How do you start off with James Harden, Kyrie Irving, um, KD? You start with Kyrie. And, and this is after. This is after. This is after you just came off. A, came off um a fucking playoff series where you were one toenail away from winning that motherfucker. Like and you yep. would have beat the you would have beat the future champs. So and yep. you would have fucked them. And you would have really like. I don't. I don't want to get too graphic, but you would have torn. All oh, the net. All oh, the net. You would have torn the Hawks and doing in that playoffs in that in that Eastern Conference Finals if y'all made it. Yeah, the Hawks so, weren't going to be anybody who made it. How the fuck do you go from that monster team? Even I'm. I'm put. I put fucking the Nets on my fucking vision board because I thought I was going to go watch them boys in the finals next year. Like, yeah. what the hell is it happened to the Nets? And they're still. And the thing that's crazy about it is they're still the finals contender right now with the roster they got. For now, for now, yeah, but for now. I think I think the implosion shit. Like I'm gonna go way back. You know, like fuck what 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 we saw that started it. But like, I think their first issue was when they had a playoff team with D'Angelo Russell, Jared Allen, and they had buku amount of they, bro. They had youth and they had they fans, had youth yeah. talent and just crazy amount of picks. They had a fan base, and then they just started trading away and they got Kyrie. Okay, then. KD, okay, we got Twigs hard. And then I think, like, they, they still had some decent depth around them. They still had some other pieces outside of those two. Spencer Dinwiddle was coming off the bench and stuff. like. Uh, and the white boy Joe, he was, he was knocking shit down. Joe the Ingles or uh, – Joe, uh, Joe uh, Harris. Joe Harris. Yeah, they're Joe's. They were banging him up. So, like, they had the, a good depth around the stars, and then they got hungry. For names with like Marcus Aldridge, Blake Griffin, and James Harden, and they traded up all. They got traded. They got rid of all their picks. They got rid of everybody. young talent, all the role players that they need off the bench, just so they can have all this loaded talent and look good on paper. And then that was. I think it started imploding with the when they started trading like the very first trades when they got rid of uh, D'Angelo. They, they just they set in motion a trend. That they just went yeah. OP on, and then they overdosed on this trend, and now here we are with this team that doesn't even want to be there. Yeah, it's really sick. They have no ties to this team. They have one York. year to this team. They don't give a fuck if they stay or go, or like if the, if the fans of the Nets don't like Kyrie or KD. Like who? Like oh, I haven't been here. I don't give a fuck. I feel like Jay Z was Jay Z had something to do with the persuasion at the time. It was like, hey, bro, you signed the Rock Nation, man. I wouldn't you come in New York. Hey, man, y'all on your own. <laughs> so, <laughs> but then, so same with the Nets. This has to go to the implosion because we're seeing it right now. My other topic was Kevin Durant is up and straight up said, it's either me or Nash. He told it's either the me owner, or Nash, bro. Either Nash, or, oh, thank you. Or the Nash and GM. I can't remember the GM's name, but it's either me or them. Yeah. It was like Joe Sy or some shit, whatever dude's name. No, is. that's the but, owner. Joe Sy is the owner. Uh, I, I fucking knew it. Niggas was giving so much. Yeah, respect. no, he don't want to stay. He's out of there. Niggas was giving so much respect to Steve Nash, and I'm just sitting here like, 
I don't know. Bro, man. He doesn't like adjust at all. No adjustments. It's just Katie Kyrie ISO. Yeah, that's I awful. feel like I feel like that team isn't the same as the Miami Heat team with Eric Spoelstra. Like I was like, I just would watch him and I'd be like, oh, I think he's kind of just going with the motion. He probably has a good game plan and a good system that works. But like, he kind of just no. is hoping that somebody takes over because that's what he would have done. He would have just took over the game. And like pick and roll but, demon. And it takes me back because I was actually thinking about this. Like low key. The next generation is not going to know Steve Nash. Like, yeah, you don't know Kyrie Irving. Because, like, think about it. Because, like, Steve Nash to us is probably one of the coldest white boys around. The boy was boring. He could shoot. He could pass like a motherfucker. But when you really look back at his stats, my boy was averaging like 15 points a game and shit. So, like, motherfucking niggas is not, niggas might not remember because nobody's going to remember a pure point guard like they used to. There's two things that. I think he'll be, I think he's still going uh Hall of Fame. So I think he's still be like the people who like 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 we all know who like um what's the old white boy was on TMC fucking uh, Chris Mullins. Like people like yeah. that. Like we still know like if you know basketball, I think you'll know Steve Nash, but the common person probably won't. Two yeah. MVPs, but like like John Stockton, no one. No, he didn't deserve that second one. Let's be real, he shouldn't have got two. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. Shaq Shaq is a firm believer that, that he should that shit is crazy. But, he got two. They need to, bro. But the, in the NBA gonna find a white boy. They you don't, don't matter if they gotta go across the seats. They gonna find them a white boy. They definitely find them a white boy. My only issue though with KD and Nash is, yeah, I agree. Nash ain't a good coach. Like, I, like I'm pretty sure a lot of people's been vocal with that one. But I don't like people are coming out saying he picked Steve Nash to be the coach, which isn't true. That the GM picked Steve Nash to be the coach, but. When in the talks for finding a head coach, KD was the person that because he was brand new to the That's team. What I heard. I thought they like had a say on who. They yeah, he definitely coach. had a big say in it, and he and and when they were going through the hiring, he with his say, said he didn't say no, and he endorsed it. He was like, "Yeah, this give like he he seemed to like Steve Nash when he was coming on. He endorsed everything for for Steve Nash, and then now he so was he was it Steve Nash an assistant on the Warriors. Yeah, he was never gotten this close to the bench before, and now he's a head coach. And so I, I thought that it was a big leap for Steve in general. I think also though, like we're seeing Jason Kidd do it. Like Jason Kidd, I think went straight from like a, a playing to head coach, didn't he? For the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, he did. But that boy Jason Kidd definitely he was uh, smart like that. Had his hurdles. Yeah, but, but they they love to take an old point guard that was like elite. That has a high IQ to put him into a coaching job, like Chris. Like, we getting like some coaching opportunities. It seems like these backup guys who are like going into coaching are better because they like spend more time on the bench to see the game. I like Chris Paul to be like the front office for the um, Suns after all. Um, yeah, that nigga ain't gonna be on the sidelines, not and, and, and rightfully so. Uh, yeah, Chris, Chris is definitely gonna be in the in them bigger rooms. Nah, Especially being the president, well, he, he leads that player association shit, don't he? But the um. Nets owner did come out and said, "Well, if you're making an ultimatum, I'm going with them." Bye, Kevin Durant. Like, that ba- he's basically like a. I, I think honestly, I think the reason he's doing that was because I think in the hiring process he asked his opinion on Nash and KD. Probably was like, "Yeah, I like Nash," and now it's like, "I don't want him here," and it's just like, "I can't keep you happy with everything, bro." Like, what else do you want from me? Like, right. But I understand though, because if you look at it, motherfucking. I always my, my criticism with Steve Nash was not that he probably doesn't have a good like leadership mindset or something like that. I just feel like he just wasn't giving them opportunities to get open. Like they're not playing, they're not. If you're coming from the Warriors, let's get some screens going. Let's let's do some floppy. Um, oh yeah, y'all are rotating. 
yeah, let's do some shit. Let's make these motherfuckers move. Let's run. You got athletes. Like, don't get me wrong. A lot of these niggas is old. But you got athletes in that motherfucker. But it was more like Kyrie kind of just, like, doing his – getting his bag real quick, taking a shot, and it's like he's on or he isn't. When KD just trying to – and that's why it was so easy to just fucking everybody jump with him. At least two people jump with him. Everybody always double him. Don't bump him. Don't let him get in the paint. Like, I feel like – that he wasn't doing anything to adjust to that shit to really do that. So that's probably where his own frustration is at. Shit, Kyrie not playing half the season, I think, killed team, ro- not rotation, but chemistry. Like, you know, it's hard to yeah. know how to play with somebody when you play with them once a week. And, like, you get to play with everyone else four to five times a week. And then, like, no one knew J- – I mean, I, I knew. I've been anti-James Harden for a minute. But James Harden coming in overweight – James Harden and then like people coming out that are like role players saying that like when James Harden was playing it was it was like give him the ball and kind of like get into a corner get into your spot and just let him do his thing which is kind of hard to start running plays when like you have one guy who's just gonna iso everything so then when it did with Kyrie and uh, KD together they didn't really have chemistry together they they didn't really probably run a lot of plays together so like it probably was just like here's the ball guys fucking do y'all's thing type shit but uh, I I think Nash ain't a good coach. Like, I think both things can be true. Nash cannot be a good coach. And I think KD shouldn't have endorsed this person if he if he was just gonna like be like so out on it after. And they basically just be like me or them. Like I did not expect that. But that should also yeah. show you how much ready he is ready just to get the fuck out of the nets. Because you don't say that unless you really are just like, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. Yeah, they really fucked that whole system up in one year. And all they can yeah. get now is pick. Like, maybe you can get some players back, but, like, do you really want to – no one's going to give you, like, a superstar player. Like, maybe someone like Adonis Mitchell. But... They trading they trading KD like they trading Michael Jordan. The shit they be asking It's killing me. I thought it was, like, some reverse psychology shit telling KD he's not leaving with the shit they be asking. Because, bro, nobody in their right mind would be dumb enough to take these trades. Like, It'd be one thing to give up, like, you know, the two, three solid players that they'd be asking for, but then to add, like, three, four first-rounders on top of it? Oh, hell no. You you are your own buddy. Yeah, no, this is going to be some Anthony. Like, the only team that can make a move like that is a team that was, like, the Lakers when they had Lonzo. Yeah, uh, straight-up trade for KD, Kyrie, and Russ, and and, and AD. It's sick because it's not a trade that somebody should do, but it's – legitimate because it's like nobody wants to trade with y'all boys and then like the heat are all in the talks but then with the heats the same thing it's like well we can't yeah, give you jimmy butler yeah damn all the bio and tyler hero because then we're just getting KD in the same boat we were without like it's just like we teams want to get better when they bring kd on so they don't want to lose too much but yeah. at the same time, you got to lose a lot to get KD when you're dealing with the Nets, apparently. The Nets are just like, we want – Man, the Nets treat this nigga like Jordan, bro. This is the best – technically, though, this is the best player that this organization has had. This is – as far as talent goes, this is the number one player in the Nets organization we've seen the last decade. So, but even <laughs> still, like, they should know, like, he's past his prime. Like, he, he's, he's really – and on top of that, it's more – it's not even about his prime for us. It's the fact that – Oh boy, really will slide on you when it matters most. He's showing you right now. So, like, we not giving up all of this for a temporary player. You know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't win like he wants to. Just something goes wrong. A player does blah 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 and just makes him feel away. Like right now, he's out of there. So I'm definitely not giving up all that shit for him. Hey man, you know I mean? that is that's, true. That's uh, yeah, bro. He's unreliable. 
Because you hey, have a lot for maybe who may just be there for a year. Yeah. That's real, man. But to pivot, to pivot from that, so we got football season coming back up. We got, we got basketball season coming up. And we got motherfucking, we still got fight season coming up. So, Paul, how does one balance fight watching all these things in a weekly on a weekly basis? You see, the good thing with the fights now is like um, it's a Saturday thing, so it's like a complete like a like almost like I used to only look forward to Sundays for the football type shit for the weekend, but now it's like well now I get to look forward to Saturday too because Saturday the fights pop up like bam bam like now a whole weekend got something for sports, but honestly the the I don't it's not too hard it's just about making the time for it. Like a, this, like being able to actually like, cause I might not be able to watch a, a boxing fight, but I know I'll be able to watch it later. Like if I was like a to pull up like a the YouTube will have it or some shit. It's all about mm-hmm. time management. Just like what well, what can I watch now? And what what can I fit in later? Mm-hmm. So I know Charles using you be watching the um in the international chess club the chess chess league. So I know that takes up a lot of your time. But how the fuck does one watch an eighty keep up with an eighty two yard? 82 game season because I know you watch the you might not watch every game of the regular season but you know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, well I do. I ain't gonna lie. I be keeping track of the the NBA season from game one to game 82 and on into the playoffs. So I don't. It just kind of started like in like middle school. Like I just got it because at one point like I couldn't even sit in front of a basketball game. Like I get like you know two quarters in and I'm like this shit boring. Like and I don't want to watch it no more. And then I don't know, just you know, just a light flicker, and I was like, "Oh, bro, I, I need to see because every every play matters. Like, like it really does. Like every like this one play might dictate this entire game three quarters later. You know what I'm saying? Like, for, by momentum shift or just whatever happens, somebody gets ejected. Like this matters right here. So once I like, and then you just fall in love with the game for real. But like, yeah, no, like I, I. The good thing is they're shorter than, like, football games. So that's a good three hours, three and a half, you know, stick around for halftime. The NBA is a little, an hour shorter, an hour and a half even sometimes. So it's easier to keep up with, in my opinion, especially when you got your team that you watch for real. That's just fine. Paul, the NBA Christmas schedule just came out. Yeah. Mavericks playing. Yep. Even I've seen the game after that one, though. Playing. Who is it? Warriors versus Mavs. It's the Lakers. It's, it's Lakers at, at Dallas. Lakers at Dallas. It's uh, it's the last game of the night though, is Memphis at Golden State. For okay, I see that. But Miami is not playing. The no. Bucks is playing, but Miami not playing. Miami Sixers are playing in New York. Miami's got a game. Uh, not on Christmas. Christmas Day, Packers versus Dolphins, baby. That's what I'm watching. Oh, um, shit. Uh-huh. This, guy. This, guy. this guy. Okay, now I understand. We, they going to be busy in Miami. They didn't have time for hey, Christmas. Last year, I think NFL's first time ever doing Christmas Day football. And they yeah, it was. No, when they, NBA, right? That, no, like, when they did that shit, I was like, there's no way, like, nobody's going to watch NBA games no more. <laughs> Because NBA games on Christmas used to mean something. I mean, they meant so, something. Like nowadays, like, it's the, the NBA's day to like fuck around. Like the NBA don't even play basketball on Thanksgiving for real. You know what I'm saying? Like they know that that's the NBA, the NFL time. You know what I'm saying? They had a deal going. I think the the NFL was just like, mm, I want more. I thought it was disrespectful because Christmas wasn't even on Sunday that year. Like it was a Saturday. No. 
But the, right, like y'all decided to play today. Y'all tripping. The NBA Let these boys go home. The players, they I feel like the 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 regular season don't matter no more at all. Like, yeah, you still want it, but if you're part of a team that you know you're going into the playoffs with, like you're gonna get 50 wins. You're not like those, those playoff day battles was a legit thing. Like people like I remember the Heat versus the Bulls and like Derrick Rose, like uh like the fucking the Knicks with Carmelo battling. Oh. Like the, Real deal. People showed out on like it was like the Thanksgiving yeah. Day football of basketball, and nowadays yeah. it's just like these boys putting on shows. I was started maybe sitting that game just because of rest day. Like if there was like shit like that, where yeah. like, it ain't, it ain't, it don't hit the same. Where it's all it's all that's the player. I'm uh that's fucking it up. My opinion. They got to find that they, dog. They, they one game. That's all I ask. Yeah, what do you bro. think? So what do you think broke the league more? Do you think? Steph, 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 in the threes or Kawhi and um, and what do they call it? The work management or load management? I'd say. But uh, I personally think I personally think both of these came from the Spurs, like the the three pointers and the load management. But for some reason, it goes the load Lakers, management definitely originates from the Spurs. I think both of them originate from the Spurs because it all started with Pop Sat boys when they had to play against Miami, which. Uh, Lakers, which Loki was the reason why they almost beat us in um twenty um. They got fined. I remember that game. It was a big deal. They said the niggas. They seen the niggas at McDonald at um uh, at the airport um the McDonald's airport Chick Fil A at the airport in Orlando. But the thing about it was, mm-hmm. I believe. But what do you think like affected the league more to make it like what it is today? The fact that everybody's pulling these threes because they just because they realize that like why take. Why take a two when you can step out, step out a couple more feet and you get three points for it? Or the load manage where it's like, yo, everybody can kind of like, uh, eh, let's not really play through it. It makes smarter to just play play it safe so that way you can be a, you can be the healthiest. Come on, come on. I think it's like a personal thing, like what annoys you more? Because you know, like yeah, I for me, I like the threes. I ain't gonna lie. Like I, I'm I'm not mad at threes. I'm not mad at threes at all. I feel like it's making the game better because like at the end of the day. It's still like like it'll come back to the fundamentals. It always does. Like if if your shots not falling, nigga, get back in the paint and work your way out. You know what I'm saying? You can't get, especially at the professional level. There's no way you can really live or die at the three. And it's just now the way now we went through that revolution. We're coming like we're smoothing out. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's like it's being understood that like yeah, you can run the three heavy, but nobody has really won the finals running the three heavy. Like, you had to have a good mix of something else in there. So, I think the league is moving out. But that load management shit, it needed to be regulated for sure. I think they're doing a better job of it. Because they would they would, they would, would load manage televised games. That was what was really fucking people up. Like, nigga, you know this shit is on TNT tonight. This is a Thursday night basketball game. Yeah. And you got the and you got all your stars. Yeah, and you got all your stars sitting out against like a known rival from last season. Like, come on, bro. Jerry Buss would have rolled over in his grave. What? <laughs> you missing out on bread, nigga. Play these boys. I think it's the three only I the low man I have also but the only reason I agree with the whole not everyone just shoots threes, they go into the paint. They, like those are the stars, those are the Steph Curry's and shit like that. But on the flip side, those role players aren't doing that. Like I like you'll see role players are 0 for eight from three and they just keep shooting them a motherfuckers. And they're not even that good of a three-point shooter. It just is like it just happens to be like how Kev said, why shoot a midi for two when I could take one step back and now I'm shooting a three? Even though I don't have that great of a three-point number, the the 
statistics tells me this is a better shot and we're gonna win because of that. Like, but then you'll see like the Grizzlies, yeah, and like, like the Grizzlies, like um, there's a couple of them that like uh, Aaron Jackson really do be pulling that hole. He's Darren really an interior one, play. It's the light skinned one I'm thinking. Dylan, oh Brooke, Desmond Bain, oh Desmond, Desmond Bain, Bain and Dylan Brooke, both of them. They are snipers. Dylan, but Dylan is the complete opposite. You need to get his ass in the paint. They'll go like <laughs> zero for six from the three, and it's not even like they're taking only open shots. It's like they're taking contested yes. jumper threes, and it's because like. That, that's just what they – and that's, like, all they do. Like, it's almost that's like that's all they, they train and practice. So, it's just, like – it's almost like I'm watching this – like, it doesn't matter what your team or logo is. It's almost like all y'all have the same game plan. Like, the stars will do stuff differently and some different plays here and there, but all the role players play the same. Everyone that doesn't have a star in the name, they're, just, they're, they're standing at the three and they're going to pull that fucker, even if their statistics says they're a 25% shooter or a 40% shooter. Like – like I don't know, like this little thing, like like it is, it does annoy me when I'm watching like a team this walk up one pass, chuck up a three, do come down, do the same thing, walk up one pass, chuck up a three, or and I'm just like the like I understand this is what the the, the analytics is telling you to do, uh, but like I don't know, it's, it's, it's just let me see a hezzy, let me see some picks, let me see let me see some ball like outside of these three. I expect. That'll, that'll die out eventually. Yeah, it's gonna all it's gonna all come back. I just want people to start getting dirty again. I like when people are getting dirty in the paint. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, if you see, I do not have the top of my nose, and that's for playing basketball. Cause I'm just getting dirty in the paint. You feel me? That shit used to be fun, but it's not supposed to be. Like the Rockets, I feel like if they would have just halfway through stop shooting threes against the Warriors in that game seven, bro, they would have won. Oh, I agree. And it was just that to me that is like the prime example as to why live or die by a three will never work. You know what nah. I'm saying? Because you you as a team cannot rely on that many people to shoot above fifty percent. It's just not gonna happen. And if you can't shoot above fifty percent as a team, y'all are losing. <laughs> it's just it's, it's just gonna go like that. And James, especially, and that's the other thing too. Not to like shine a light on James, but it has to be shined. Like he, even though he, I felt he did what he was supposed to. Seventeen would have been his year. So in my opinion, but Chris Paul just has just always has a way of getting hurt right when it matters. So right, uh, right when it matters. So and, and I felt and it was a game and and that was and I ain't gonna lie because I I be I be I be trashing Chris Paul sometimes, but it's reasonable. Ever since Game Seven, this is it right here. This is y'all chance to get to the finals. Game time decision on whether you want to sit or play or play. This man chose to sit. And they got cooked. And yeah, been he, he got cooked. They got cooked. The shit was crazy. They needed a leader. They needed somebody to like because if he was on that floor, oh, they he was, he was on the floor. Threes. They wouldn't have been shooting all them threes. They wouldn't have been panic threeing. They wouldn't have. Chris would have been like, hey, 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 back to a hey, pick and roll. Come on, let's get back to the base. Like something would have happened. There's no and way. My thing with the threes is also the the the. The age of the sweep is dead. Like the teams that could have went sixteen and zero and won the title, like that, like that, or twenty and zero, whatever the run is to get to the title undefeated. That's never happened. The Lakers were the closest. That opportunity, I think, is dead. Cause some, like one analyst pointed out that, like nowadays, you can't tell if a game is gonna go. No game will go to sweep because one team is gonna have a Steph, uh, a, a Warriors night where they just shoot sixty percent from the three that game, and they're just shooting. Yeah. Like, every team shoots thirty threes. So when that one team ends up shooting above 60, 
yeah, they're going to end up winning that game. And those are usually the games where you see people get blown out like 120 to 90. And it's because, like, the other team just, the boys just started hitting. They just, just started hitting. Every three in that shot that night. So it's like, even if they're not that better of a team, they're like, they, they, they go scrape out that dub because that one night they're just shooting it lights out from three. And I was like, that's that's true. I didn't really ever think of that. But yeah, like, mm-hmm. every, every series is that one game team, one game where a team just goes insane from three. Almost every series, too. There's always one. No cap. But to pivot from basketball, I got a question, right? So I just caught Mm -hmm. ESPN Plus, you feel me? And so, like, if you don't know, I'm I'm on Funimation every night. I'm either on Funimation or I'm on um, HBO Max. HBO Max don't play. So I'm on ESPN trying to look for something. I was like, 30 for 30. Oh, I remember 30 for 30s. And I'm looking at all these new ones that came out. They got Derek Jeter. They got Ric Flair. They got all shit. Boom! What happened to 30 for 30, my boy? Oh, they asked? No. 30 for 30. I was watching the Ric Flair one. I fell asleep twice. I was yeah, woke up. Asleep, I, I, I fell asleep. I fell asleep smoking and woke up. And like, oh, niggas still talking. All right, let me get some food. Fell asleep again after I got done eating Ric Flair. I was like, what happened to 30? What happened to the Len Bias 30 for 30s? And I remember them since he's day hit. I'm, I don't know. I haven't seen any of the new ones to know if they ask. Like, what, what were some of your favorite things? The, the you. That they was like my favorite. Yeah, like three of them bitches. The Seven Flow Hotel. They told all the stories. If you know, you know. The um, motherfucking. Um, Has there been an 08 Gators one yet? Nah, they would have dead. They're dead. They're dead. They're dead. The, they have fucking, the, fans. Um, the fans would have to approve of that one. Run Ricky Run is a good one. The Ricky Williams doc. He was really selling dope. No, so that's what I'm saying. You have to go watch that doc. You sell. Oh, okay. Like, what you think of Ricky Williams is what the media been making yeah. me think of him. And what about like, they be painting that on that man? Yeah, He's and then when like I watched man. it, because this uh, he didn't talk to nobody. He was so reclusive. Like he was really on his shaman shit, like real deal, like inner peace type shit. And then like it just went off the map. And then yep. New Madrid. The guy who did it for 30 for 30, like, he didn't even work for ESPN. He was just, like, a freelance writer, and he just happened to get the trust of Ricky Williams, and Ricky Williams let him in his house and, like, live with him for a week, and, like, all the footage is, like, never seen footage because he lived with Ricky for, like, a week and was recording from in the house just asking him questions, and, like, weird. Like, it was was a weird documentary because it's not how you expect Ricky Williams to be, but it does shine a lot of light on, like, no, he didn't just like to smoke weed, and that's why he quit the football. It was, like, he went on some real-life journey shit and realized, like, y'all just care about me for football. Like, I'm Ricky Williams, the person. Like, if I I was to never pick up a football again, y'all wouldn't love me type mentality. And he just went deeper into finding his real self and, like, why am I really on this purpose? Like, what's my real purpose? It isn't to play football. Um, yeah and like he just happened to smoke weed while doing it and then <laughs> people were shitting on him and he was like one of the first people that was like bro like it helps with my anxiety helps with this helps and then like and yeah. nowadays everyone uses it for medicine like it, that's what they use it for so like he really was like talking like real shit but back in the day it was like sports and weed oh no 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 that's it. they treated weed worse than they treat steroids it was really sad they make it sound like these guys are doped up on heroin, bro. Like they, like you yeah. find, like you're finding an NFL player in the gutter. Like, hey, bro, we got practice today. Get up! And like, oh, you smoking oh, weed? You're I'm trash. just so high on the weed <laughs> right now, bro. I'll never forget when they said 
I smoke weed and it turned me to a bat. Facts, bro. They, <laughs> the U.S. Congress did that on the stand at the jerk on the at the Supreme yeah. Court, bro. That is the, yeah, the, crazy work. The distance they were willing to go to bury it. Biggest was reaching, but not nah, bad. But no, nah, that's actually another great question. So you see, like podcasts like Matt Barnes, all the smoke. The NBA doesn't even test for weed anymore. Nope. We literally do a sports podcast smoking the whole time. So like, how does weed? How is weed going to work in the sports world in the next in the next, in the coming future? That's a great question. It, once it, I think it's always going to be that until it's federally legal, like teams, there's going to be those like old timey thing like i don't think baseball is i don't think you can smoke and play baseball yet i don't think that's allowed can you smoke can you be from california because it's legal in your state but federally as a federal thing as a whole yeah. it's not legal so like state by state's its own thing but then like you're technically like i don't i think the like federal government oversees sports because of how big of an industry it is yeah, and it, it's not like oh just one state because like, cause, like they wouldn't be able to tell if you smoked the weed in California or if you were smoking weed in Texas, where it's not legal at all. Like, uh, right, so the point it's, is, it's in your system. Yeah, so like, I think the more once it becomes legal, federal, like throughout all of America, then we'll see like a, a super boost in mm. it. But until then, mm. I think we'll always have that hurdle of like, well, it's not legal in this state, and like you can't just pick one state over the other. But like, then I think NFL does the perfect job. Just like, or NBA does like, okay, we just don't test for it. Yeah, we, we listen to our players. We fucking we know we, we can use our fucking head. Like we're not just thinking on like looking at a piece of paper like, oh well that's what the paper says. It's like, well, realistically everyone smokes. Like I think it's like eighty percent or seventy percent of like the US smokes weed now. And it's just like it's not that big of a deal, bro. Like it is like they yeah, are we, we really gonna spine like Kevin Durant and sit him for five games or just not test for this one thing that everyone does? That's crazy. Hey, let's let's kick the numbers up, man. Let's get to ninety, man. Ninety percent. But that's why NBA is a player league, cause uh, they have like fifty-one percent of all the money, and they have like other shit. And then like baseball, though, so old timey. That's like I don't think it'll be legal there. Until it's like Supreme Court passed forcing baseball to pa- uh, make it legal. Like old heads in baseball, bro. They did not die. I respect it. But what about when it comes to legal and illegal, motherfucking? What about sports betting? Like, motherfucking, I remember that. That, that whole concept is crazy. When to, Like, it was one thing for me to, like, you were betting against your team. But, like, the majority of older boys who be betting be betting on themselves. Like, they bet. And I feel like that should be okay. Like, if, if anything, if you do give them a punishment, not as long as it is, which, like, which just ties into that NFL shit. Like, it should not. Oh, your boy should not be banned for a year. Betting on his team, like that is no reason for that. And he wasn't even playing that week. It was during his while he was away from the team, which was even crazier. It was like, okay, he's crazy. He had nothing to do with the game. No, not at all. And he's getting banned a year for that. I just wonder how did they find that out? Is there like a receipt that had his name on it or something? Yeah, it's all like tax documented. Like it's all it's like swiping your card at the gas station. It's like if they wanted to find it out, they'll. They'll be able to pull that bitch up eventually. Like, oh, yeah. no. They, they, they audited my boy. It's fucked up. They're like, oh, where did yeah. the, you're missing 1500 Where did, where did this 1500 go? Like, <laughs> really I, man, like, Florida, I think, is a prime example because it was passed here. And then, because the, we have the hard rocks here, the Seminole land, 
we like a sports betting butts head with them because we're not going to the casinos. Like if we don't go to the casinos, they lose money. So there's a big war between casinos versus sports betting uh, for that. And that's why it, it got passed here. But then Seminole Hard Rock pulled some strings. And then like two, three days later, it was like illegal again because that's crazy. Yeah. And, uh, and so we're still waiting on that Florida. Florida is like, third biggest state in the u.s so like it, it's like a big deal once we get it but it's like other states have to but like texas i think it's the same thing it's illegal in texas because of all the casinos over there like they're not gonna allow that shit to happen like the the, the indians got their reservation land and they not they don't want nothing fucking with it type shit but mm-hmm. outside of that it's like there's loopholes you can find websites where you can bet online outside of your state like i'm not saying to do it i highly advise against it. it's illegal but to say that there aren't ways for people to find one is uh, kind of silly. Yeah. Like, people want to bet, they'll find you a way. Find you will find a way. People have been betting with their, their bookies for generations. Like, mm-hmm. now it just happens to be on the internet. But I'm not going to lie. I do want a bookie. That's probably the reason why I don't bet. I want my own bookie on anchor. I got five bands on the fucking Falcons. Straight up. Don't hold them. <laughs> And then I need I need him to reply. He never fold him, and then we hang up. Like I need I need to have that type of relationship with my bookie. Slick, you trying to be a bookie? No. They be saying people that bet a lot, they end up becoming bookies because like they go through the ups and downs, and they realize the bookie always wins. And then they mm-hmm. and they they learn the odds so much that they can set their own odds. They're always about the same because it's just like you're you're just betting that you're gonna win more money than you have to pay out that week. So yeah. that's really what it is. Like you're just hoping people bet ten thousand dollars and only one person wins for like two grand. So you made eight grand and you just paid out two. Hmm. And I was like, damn, that's a genius idea. Like that's why bookies be styling when I come to pay them. <laughs> but hey man. I'm about to start talking about the rock and WWE, man. Let me know if we got any more topics, man. Oh, shit, I'm trying to see. The only other topic I had is more of a fun topic. It was like a hot dog or burger. Oh, that's a that's a good question. Cause You're I, at the grill. Man, They're both grilling. Man. They said you only have one right now. Burger. Which one are you grabbing? Burger. I'm a glizzy goblin, all right? I'm going with my Oh, burger. no. That's because he said it like that. <laughs> but, oh, no. But... But here's the thing, because I'm a Frank's type of dude. I don't like regular hot dogs. I need like a Frank's or a so- or like a broth for us type of nigga. Like you feel me? But if I see a fat oh, juice, right. especially with some cheese on that motherfucker, I'm gonna look oh, over. Then you need a fresh cheeseburger. I, I see them. I see them two dollar buns, and I see them ketchup and um ketchup and mustard right there. That's all I need. All right, all right, and then so we got two burgers and a dog. Now this is my side competition. One gotta go. You can keep that. Baked potato, French fries, mashed potatoes. Baked potatoes, hey, you dirty bitch. Step on that motherfucker. I, 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 I step on that bitch till it turns into mashed potatoes. Fuck Damn, so we got one person kicking out mashed, one person picking it, kicking out. I'm kicking out baked. the baked potato, like, fuck that. I don't know, some raw baked potatoes. No, I, like, I don't know, Kevin. The like, baked potato is the one I was like, that one's secure. Because you can, because the thing is, you can, depending on how you want to make your mashed you like potato, that, your baked potato, you can mash it up. Shit. Yeah, you can load with a little sour cream, cheese, parsley, yeah. butter, yeah, salt. Oh, for French fries? 
Oh, I, I think French fries is the thing that I'm getting rid of, bro. Because like I, I can deal. Like I can replace French fries. Like, I need a burger. I can eat a burger with chips. Like you can give me some chips. I'll eat, I'll eat French fries. But when it comes to like a steak, when I'm eating a steak. I need either mashed potatoes or a baked potato. Like I can't. Like I feel like yeah, a style. Yeah, so I agree. I don't want a baked potato. Hey Paul, I'm a green ass nigga. I need mashed potatoes and asparagus. Fuck that big. Oh, potato. I love asparagus. Like that. I hear it. I mean, the thing is, I eat off. I eat all three. It's just mashed potatoes gone. I'm not getting rid of the baked potato because that's such a versatile. And Ooh, the skin right. is so crispy, bro. I was about to say, the skin good for you, too. You need skin, bro. Right. Oh, you baked potato out of Thanksgiving. Wait, so you're not going to have no mashed potatoes on Thanksgiving? No. You're going to have a baked potato with stuffing in it, which actually uh, is going to fire as fuck right now in my head. That, that, look, that, that sounds know a guy. like a lot of starch. That does You think you know a guy. We gotta start a food debates part. Uh, All right. Part. Well, I got one more food debate. It goes back to the hot dog and burger topping. I guess we'll go with hot dog. Make it easy. What is your toppings on a hot dog? You have all the toppings in front of you, and you're just loading up your hot dog. It doesn't matter. Chili, cheese, ketchup, mustard, relish, sauerkraut. So chili. If there's ever chili involved, it's gonna be chili, straight up. Maybe a little onion. I'm not there. Okay. But I'm about to. I, but there's one thing that niggas don't see. My go-to is a. Uh, I get some shredded cheese, put that at the bottom of the bun. Ugh, niggas don't know about that. Ugh. <laughs> throw, 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 this, throw, the glitz, throw, throw my, throw my glitz, throw my Frank on there, my Frank or my broth, you know what I'm saying, whatever it is, whatever we're doing. Then you put the ketchup with the mustard on, and then you throw the onion on top of that thing, and then, and then you got that secret seasoning, that Creole seasoning, you just dab it up. And that's how you make the goatee. That's the KK hot dog. You feel me? I just really put y'all on game. Try um, that shit. If we had a hot dog, I know you didn't even pick the hot dog last time. But <laughs> the hot dog, what you riding with? Or give yeah, us some like... hamburger topping. I'm not going to lie. I feel like we got a fire hamburger topping. I know this nigga probably put on, um, um, he probably keep the pickles. I used to yeah. not eat the pickles on the burger, but now I've slowly added them back. I got a hot dog, though. What would you throw in on it? You know what I'm saying? I like I like my hot dog off the skillet, you know, so that bit like dark red. A nice so fried, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need I need that dark. And then uh you know what I'm saying? I, I'm decorative, you know, so I start off with the sauce first. Okay. I, I go I go yellow mustard, then I go uh always sweet baby rays uh, uh barbecue. You put sauce on the dog, oh, bro. Oh, I thought Gabe was the only one that did that. No. Yeah, that's country nigga shit though. But uh, what else? And then so after the sauce, you know what I'm saying? Then I throw on the shredded cheddar, extra Ooh, sauce. Oh, that's shredded yeah. cheddar. Yeah, and then you throw like uh, uh, Kev was saying, I throw I like diced red onions. I'm telling you, shit. niggas be sleeping on the onions on the dog. It had that extra crunchy. Oh, yeah, he was he was lagging out. It's Gucci. He back. He back. Shit, but for my dog. Since y'all gave out, so I'm not gonna. I'll eat both those dogs, glitzy goblin. But I'm taking straight. Like I'm just going on a plain Jane hot dog. It's just gonna be like straight up uh, mustard, onion, that and, onion. They get sleep. Yeah, on the- and then maybe yeah, like a really salad. But then if I'm going, if I'm really, if I'm getting my dog, it's gonna be a chili cheese dog with onion and mustard all the way. There's no, there's no compact. That sounds good, Aki. I just never, I, that chili be messing my stomach up, man. 
Yeah, me up, I'm willing to that's take it every time, bro. And so if you and if you you at the um you at the um you at the Spanish people and that be hot because you know they like that shit hot. So yeah, I'm not eating no spicy chili on a hot dog, bro. I need some real real. No, yeah, I need like <laughs> some low key. I gotta have a. I need to taste the brown sugar in this motherfucker. Yeah, I need like hickory taste in that hoe. Yeah, I need to taste sweet. I need some chunky ass chili. I need some real. Meat. Nah, dead ass. But hey, man, I'm hungry as fuck. And this has been another episode of Told You Blitz Podcast, Kickback Monday Show, man. We got that boy slick for another episode. I need y'all to sit down and enjoy my dog. He's about to do some grown man shit, disappear. I'm probably going to have to start doing Monday night episodes just to throw extra off of that boy. So make sure y'all enjoy my yeah. man. We in this bitch with Paul Pick and winning content. The, the master editor, the big the genius behind the peak. Totally blitz, man. We got more previews and picks and all that good stuff coming for you. And don't forget, I told you. Slick t- Slick wanted me to tell you, and Paul Ben told you that you's a motherfucking bitch. Got a problem with the problematic. Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools. You can call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passes. This ain't not new. And it's the medicines. We've been on that rock star regimen. Knowing that I'm having sin.